and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm talking about how to save money and have an incredible time at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Welcome again, everyone, to episode 21. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my site and here in the podcast. This week's show is all about Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party, so let's dive in. Boys and girls of every age, would you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. I got to attend my very first Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party last week with my daughter when we were essentially stuck in Disney World thanks to Hurricane Florence. So you can listen to the previous episode if you want to know all the details on that. But a bonus outcome from that was that we did have a chance to go to the Halloween party. I knew a couple of days in advance that we were going to this party and I started to get so excited because, you know, there's not a lot of stuff I haven't done yet in Disney World and this is one of them. And um, I had read a little bit about it. I knew a little bit what to expect going in. I was so excited the night before the party that I could not sleep. I just couldn't fall asleep. I kept thinking about the Halloween party. I am just like a kid. It's, I might be worse than my daughter. (laughs) And as you'll discover, as you listen to this show, I am a huge fan now of the party. It was so much fun. And again, it takes a lot to impress me at Disney World. I have seen and done a lot, but the party blew me away. And compared to the Christmas party that I went to last year, I enjoyed the Halloween party I had five times more. I mean, it was wonderful fun for me. So I can't wait to share all the details with you. First of all, I'm going to tell you just the basics about the party, how to get discount tickets, and the highlights for us of the party, and then some of my tips for having the best possible time there, since it is a limited amount of time you get in the Magic Kingdom for the party. So first of all, it is at the Magic Kingdom, and this takes place every year. It's uh, called a hard-ticketed event at Magic Kingdom, which means that your regular park admission will not get you into the party. You need a separate ticket. So I was pleased to discover that the tickets to the Halloween party are actually much cheaper than tickets to the Christmas party that's held at Magic Kingdom, which I attended last year. Um, Tickets start at only $75 for adults and $70 for kids if you get them in advance. So what's interesting about the Halloween party is that the price to go varies quite a bit depending on the date of the party. So the lowest cost parties are in the end of August and throughout September on weeknights, which includes Sunday nights. The most expensive party is Halloween night, which will cost $50 more per ticket. So it's $125 for adults and $120 for kids. So if you're listening to this, looking for ways to save money, one piece of advice would be don't go on Halloween, right? So we went to a party that was just priced slightly more. It was $79 for adults and $74 for kids. And that was on a Friday night. Now, the parties on weekend nights, such as Friday night, and I don't know if there's any on Saturday nights, I think there are, as they get closer to Halloween, are going to be the most crowded and they're going to be more expensive. That was our only option since we were just there for a few additional days on our trip. But 
If you're able to buy your tickets at least three days in advance, then you can get Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party discount tickets from Undercover Tourist. And that is my preferred discount ticket provider. So discount tickets will be delivered via email and they can be linked to your My Disney Experience account and stored on your Magic Band if you have one. So if you don't have a Magic Band, then you do have to take like a printout of your email or your phone to the Magic Kingdom guest relations window and get your physical ticket. If it's less than three days in advance, but more than one day in advance, you can still get discount tickets, but you'll have to buy them directly from Disney and you can do that on the Disney site. Did I mention it's $10 less if you buy them in advance? I don't think I did, but that's the discount if you buy advance tickets. On the day of the party, you can get full price tickets on the Disney website and have them linked to your Magic Bands, or you can just physically go to the window of the Magic Kingdom and get a ticket. Now, sometimes the parties do sell out. I know the The party on Halloween night sells out every year. And the opening night party, which was like the middle of August, I really don't know why people are wanting to go to a Halloween party in the middle of August, but it was sold out. So it's clearly popular. Annual pass holders and DVC members also get slight discounts uh, on tickets to the party and advanced tickets start at $70 for those. So that's a discount of $5 each. But you know, if you're one of those people, I would take it. So before I get to the highlights and my tips, I want to give you a rundown of kind of how the party works and what all you get with your ticket to the party. So the official hours for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party are 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. to midnight. However, you can enter Magic Kingdom as early as 4 p.m. with your party ticket. They started letting folks in at about 3.50 for our party. And after you scan your ticket to the party, you'll be given a special party wristband. And you can head to the blog to look see a picture of that. Now, the park closes to day guests without a party ticket at 6 p.m. So starting at that time, anyone without a wristband won't be let onto a ride and they'll be kind of ushered out politely, of course. And then the party officially begins at seven. And so that's when all the special events of the party start. And then they go until midnight and there's a final showing of one of the stage shows at midnight. And then the party wraps up after that. When you enter Magic Kingdom from the party, you don't actually go down Main Street USA. You go through kind of backstage area of Main Street USA and they check your wristband and then you are given your trick-or-treating bag and you're given your first stash of candy and it's a big kind of bag of candy with I don't know six pieces in it and it's chilled they clearly know they've had melted candy in the past in the afternoon there so they give you a nice big bag of um chilled candy to get you started, even though the trick-or-treating doesn't officially start until 7 p.m. So I thought right away, what a nice touch and so well thought out of me. Everything at the party was so well thought out. Here is my first tip. The best time to ride attractions without much waiting was right away when we got to the party up until 7 p.m. Because There's not that many people at the Magic Kingdom that day to begin with. It's not an appealing day to go to Magic Kingdom because it closes at 6 p.m. So overall, the crowds are going to be low there in the afternoon. And not everyone knows that you can get into the party at 4 p.m. Some people think that maybe they'll let you in at 4 and maybe 7. So they're better off just waiting till 7. But Disney has it now on the website that they will let you in at 4 p.m. So there shouldn't be any confusion about it. But overall, the, the lines were low during that time. And particularly between 
6 p.m. and 7 p.m. It's not, there's not going to be many people there. That is a prime time to ride attractions. So during that hour, we were able to ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad three times in a row, just get off and go back on. My daughter loved it. She was obsessed. Um, We also rode Splash Mountain at that time, which she hated, was the worst ride ever, she said. (laughs) And so I do suggest grabbing something to eat if you need some dinner before 6 p.m. because that is kind of a magic hour to ride attractions without much wait. Now, there aren't any fast passes available during the party, but you really shouldn't need them since many guests are taking part in the other elements of the party and the attractions are something people can do all the time. So we found there to be very little wait for attractions during the party. Now, if you want to ride the very popular attractions such as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, The other best times besides between six and seven would be during the first parade, during the fireworks, and right before the party ends if you can hang in there until midnight. So that last half an hour, they will let you on until 12 p.m. on the rides. I would suspect that the main attraction for most kids going to the party is the candy. So there are designated trick-or-treating stations set up around Magic Kingdom, and they are marked with these giant inflatable candy signs. There are 17 of them to be exact. Oh, sorry, 16 of them. And the lines for the candy station were, uh, stations were very long from 7 p.m. until 8.30, which is the first stage show. And I really suggest waiting to go to these stations until after that if you can. Uh, They also gave candy after we got off of some of the headliner attractions. So we were given candy when we got off of Splash Mountain and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. And I'm sure they hand out candy in other attractions as well, but those are the only two that we did where they handed us candy afterwards. And that really should be enough to tide the kids over until later when the treat stations lines start to die down. And we foolishly got into one and it took like 10 minutes to get a handful of candy and I really just don't want to wait 10 minutes in line to for a bunch of candy that I could get later in the night with just walking right up and getting it so we got really good candy of course it's quality candy no junk here right um, lots of chocolate lots of really good stuff <laughs> a mom was picking through it all night and finding the best stuff right <laughs> I have no shame. Um, If anyone in your party has a food allergy, you can let the cast members know when you pick up your bag and they'll give you a special colored bag. It's a teal color, which is the color for food allergy awareness. And then at the treat stations, you're given tokens instead of candy there, which you collect through the night. And then you take your tokens to redeem for food that is safe for you or your child at either Liberty Square Ticket Office or Town Square Theater, which is right when you come into the park. So I love the lengths that Disney goes to to keep people with food allergies safe and still let them in, you know, take part in all of the fun of the party. It was really a great way to handle it and clear they had experience doing that in the past. So the third thing I want to mention that was a highlight for us was the Hocus Pocus Villain spectacular stage show. I would say it's not to be missed, even with little kids. My daughter is five and she loved it. So it involves projections in the castle, singing, dancing, and some pyrotechnics. And it has the three sisters, I don't know if they're sisters, three people from Hocus Pocus lead the show and it's very popular. 
So it occurs three times nightly at parties until September 28th. It's at 8.30, 10.45, and midnight. And at parties after that, four times nightly, they do an earlier show at 7.40, 8.35, 10.45, and midnight. And I estimated it lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, we arrived in front of the stage just a few minutes before the first show began, and we were able to find a place to watch that was fairly close to the stage on the right side of the castle. You are going to deal with people putting their kids up on their shoulders and blocking your view but you just have to deal with that unless you're going to be the first people there right up next to the stage you're going to have people in front of you doing that so just a word of warning Another highlight for us was the fireworks show. So this is a special fireworks show that only takes place during the Halloween party. It's called Happy Hollow Wishes, and it occurs nightly at 10.15. So my goal for the party was to be able to stay until the fireworks. Now that is way, way past my daughter's bedtime. She has never stayed up that late. So it took a lot of candy and distraction to keep her up that late, but we did it. So we were able to snag a decent spot to view the fireworks right on Main Street before the show began. And you do want to be somewhere where you can see the castle because it involves projections on the castle as a big part of the show. So even if you can just scoot in there and get a spot right before it starts, you there really isn't a bad place to see it as long as you can see the castle. Now, my favorite part of the party actually had nothing to do with anything Disney did. It was the guests because people are allowed to come in costume to this party. And normally adults are not allowed to be in costume at Magic Kingdom or any of the Disney parks for that matter, as far as I know, but they can wear costumes to the Halloween party. There are some rules and they're just common sense rules, but you can see them all on the Disney website under um, the Halloween party. I loved the creativity that went into people's costumes and just people watching and checking out all the costumes was probably my personal favorite part of the party. So another thing we loved were the special Halloween food and beverages that were available for sale around the park. And many of these are actually available all the time, not just during the party. So the one that we really wanted to try was the Maleficent ice cream cone because she's our favorite villain. It's at Storybook Treats, which is kind of across the way from the entrance to Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It was $5. It was lime soft serve in a chocolate cone, had little chocolate horns on it. It was so cute. So you can see pictures of that on the Budget Mouse Facebook group. Just search for the Budget Mouse on Facebook, ask to join, and I will add you. And many other pictures from the party there and pictures on the blog as well. So another thing that was new this year at the party were some special attraction effects. So there was special lighting and music at the Mad Tea Party that we went and experienced, and it was great. It just added a whole new element to an already fun ride. Um, There are special interactive pirates on Pirates of the Caribbean, and I would love to go back and do that, but I thought it might be frightening to my daughter. She's easily frightened. Um, There's a search for gunpowder Pete on the ride, and I don't know if there are like people in the scenes of the ride or whatever, but I would love to go back and do that. There's also a special soundtrack and effects on Space Mountain. And we did get to check that out on the People Mover, which goes inside of Space Mountain, which is P.S., my favorite ride. Oh, not Space Mountain, the People Mover. And we got to hear the special music. It was like a rock and roll soundtrack. And I think there's special like lasers and lights and stuff in the show. 
So we didn't do everything at the Halloween party. And that would be my big piece of advice is to not try to do everything at the party, just as in general, don't try to do everything at Disney World or you're not going to have fun. You're gonna run yourself ragged. So we did not see one of the headliners, which is the parade. There are two parades at each party. They're at 9.15 and 11.15. And I knew we wouldn't be able to stay for the 11.15 parade. And I knew the first parade would be very, very crowded and just standing there watching the parade isn't as exciting to my daughter as it might be to an older kid but the characters are all dressed up in special costumes and the headless horseman starts the parade Um, and as I said the second parade is going to be a lot less crowded so if you can hang late I'd suggest checking that one out there are also special character meet and greets all over the park and we didn't do any of those because we were so busy with the other elements of the party and characters will meet up until 11 30 p.m and you can get a guide map at the party to find all of the locations and I know that like Jack Skellington is one of the most popular ones and people will start lining up well before the party starts to get pictures with him but again that just wasn't high on our list of priorities. And the last thing is there are Halloween dance parties that take place in Tomorrowland, and that's a Monsters, Inc. themed dance party, and in Fantasyland with Disney Junior characters, including Vampirina, who is well-themed to the Halloween party, right? Uh, we did see the uh, Monsters, Inc. dance party in Tomorrowland. It looked like so much fun. We wanted to go check out the Disney Junior one, but we were so tired. We could not muster the strength. But those are also new elements that would be really fun to check out at the party this year. So overall, I, again, absolutely loved the party. There is something that is just very party-like to the whole Halloween season. It's kind of like the fun and a little bit scary, but not really scary, more just spooky and fun that they just nailed with the party. I mean, the, the, the whole vibe at the party was that exactly that fun, kind of spooky, goofy Halloween vibe. And it was so much fun. So I already have plans to go back next year. It might be an annual thing for us. And I know for many people it is to, they make an annual trip to go during the Halloween party. So I think that I'm hooked and I am a big fan. So thank you so much for listening to this show. And if you liked it, if you can take a second to rate it in iTunes, that would really help. And even better, recommend it to a friend. Word of mouth is still the way that most people learn about new podcasts. So you can find me at thebudgetmouse.com. I'm also at thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram as thebudgetmouse, and you can join our private Facebook group for listeners of The Budget Mouse. Thanks again for listening, and have a magical day.